Hey now, it's Brace for Impact, and we are live, pals, right here on the Fight Game Media Network. We're on uh, YouTube, I believe we're on Facebook, and then we're on my verified Twitter account that might end up being dead by the time this episode is over. <laughs> A little bit more on that. How you doing, JD, by God Oliva? I'm sad, man. I love Twitter. I really yeah. do. Like I posted before the show. I'm like, man, everyone's kind of getting their two, their two cents in on Twitter, but I'll be honest with you. I got in on Twitter in 09, right? Like fairly early. And I'm not here if it's not for Twitter, right? Yeah. Like if it's not for Twitter, I don't, I don't find comics experience, comic book classes to write. So I would never really get into writing. I would never be, I never write books. I would never find my way into writing about wrestling, which is what brought me here. So, I mean, like, I love Twitter, man. I don't know you without Twitter. Like, I'm really sad to see it go. I, I'm legitimately disappointed. Yeah, I, I've been on Twitter, I think, since like probably right around the same time. I had I had a, a different Twitter account that was full of shenanigans and all kinds of nonsense. I ended up uh, deleting that one, and then I started the one that I have now. And then I also had – I did have the Brace for Impact Twitter account, but I – I never used it, so I just deactivated it tonight because I was tired of having a, a second Twitter. I was just sick of it, uh, and that and that I made the joke that it had everything to do with uh, what's going on with Twitter. It's not, it had nothing to do with that. I've been telling people I was doing that for a while, and i I had like I had like thirty um, thirty notifications on there from like two weeks ago, and I finally checked it again today. And I was like, okay, I'm just deleting this stupid thing. But yeah, dude, I. I've been a big fan of Twitter. I I don't use Facebook all that often anymore. I hate um, it's, Facebook. It's it's mostly to keep in touch with my family, but Twitter is really where I feel like I can be myself and I can tell my dumb jokes. Yeah. I can say controversial things. I can get into like I've actually had good engaging conversations and I've met some cool people on there. Mm -hmm. Um and again, I got this gig off of Twitter. I became friends with Garrett off of Twitter because I followed him on Twitter because he was a um he was co-hosting with Dave Meltzer, and we um, went back and forth on some 49er stuff. Next thing you know, he followed me, and then boom, like not too long after that, uh, he's uh, he's putting me to work uh, with this uh, podcast we got here. Speaking of which, um, it's episode 100 of Brace for Impact, man. Who would have ever thought that uh, we would uh, ever get to 100 episodes? More or less, I honestly I never mean. thought that we would get to one episode of the fucking podcast. Um, but it's it's been an awesome ride. I can't believe we've been doing this for two years. Like, legitimately. Like, you said that yeah. the other week, we're going to 100. I'm like, really? I thought it was like 50. Like, it just, I can't yeah. believe, I mean, that, I know that's not accurate, but it doesn't seem like we've been doing this for two years now. It's, it's crazy to me. Yeah, so I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Jeremy Finestone, yeah. um, or as I like to call him, fucking Finestone, or <laughs> our uh, our friend. He is uh, he's the host of Keeping It Strong Style. He so you, me, and him. So I was I had started doing the articles, and Garrett had um, we had kind of talked about maybe doing a podcast, but we we're kind of like dipping the toes in a little bit. I had just started writing for the site and it was really Jeremy that, that stepped up to the plate and he reached out to me. He reached out to you and I believe it was sacrifice. Um, not from earlier this yeah. year, but the previous year it was sacrifice. The main event was moose versus rich swan. And he said, he goes, Hey, do you want to do a post um, sacrifice episode? 
And, and I was like, sure. And he goes, would you want to do it with JD Oliva? We had interacted a little bit on Twitter, but we didn't really know each other all that much. I was I writing, would, I was writing yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were writing for me at the time, but you know, other than that brief interaction, we didn't like know each other that well. And I, I was trying to get my website off the ground. It was really a front for me to get a gig like this. And I honestly like the whole, if you guys remember the combat Republic, I, that whole thing, was designed for me to get a gig at the Wrestling Observer. I was hoping to get Josh Nation's attention to be able to get a gig over there. I ended up getting Garrett's attention, and I got uh, I got a gig here, and I've been I can't be happier. So I want to thank Jeremy Finestone for getting us linked up and getting us on the podcast together. And then, of course, I want to thank uh, Papa Garrett, man, Uncle Garrett himself, um, the master of all this. He kind of is the captain of our ship. He runs the entire Fight Game Media universe. And uh, he really, you know, it was it was kind of a, a little bit of a sell to get uh, to get a podcast together, but um, for on this network. But I think because my articles were doing so well, and the reason why my articles are doing so well is because Impact has such a loyal and passionate fan base, and they love the fact that I was reviewing the show, I was giving opinions, I was giving constructive criticism, but I was mostly nice, and I didn't act above Impact, and I. And I think a lot of Impact fans feel like those in the media space and in the journalist space, they act like they're too good to even talk about Impact. And I never was that guy. I actually enjoyed talking about it. Um, and so I got a little bit of a following and Garrett took notice. He saw some of the numbers I was doing with the articles and said, hey, man, let's go ahead and do this thing. We'll do a Patreon show. Patreon show springboarded into us being on YouTube every week. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're here at episode 100, man. I couldn't be prouder. Yeah. Um I was friends with Justin because we both used to write for Fan Sided, and um, you know we both came up through comics experience together, but we weren't in the same classes. So he actually reached out to me right after I started writing for Fan Sided, and we struck up a friendship. And he really helped, really helped foster my love of Japanese wrestling. And he's the one who kind of introduced me to Noah and uh, all Japan and in their current iterations. Right. And then um, when I left fan sighted, he's like, hey, there's this Facebook group. And I'm like, I hate Facebook. And he's like, just come <laughs> just come check it out. And I'm like, all right. And that was the fight game media one. That's where I kind of got mm -hmm. to know everybody. Like, oh, these guys are all right. This is pretty cool. And then uh, when Garrett decided to expand the website, he's like, hey, why don't you come do some podcasting and writing for us? And I was like, oh, well, there's this pandemic going on and I have nothing better to do. <laughs> so, all right, I'll try this stuff again. And then. I wrote one article and Don Callis was in DMs. Yeah. Literally off the first article I wrote for this website. So. <laughs> that That's all. And then you got worked by Callis. Oh, big time worked. But it's like my favorite wrestling story ever involving me. Yeah. So, yeah. I was, and that's I, was kinda... a, I was an unknowing pawn in a long game. So that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it kind of, you know, that kind of was your your foot in the door in doing, doing media about impact, right? Because that, yeah. that was an impact story. And that it led was. to uh, that ultimately you getting worked by Callus led to Kenny Omega coming to impact. Mm -hmm. um, that that kind of uh, started the rumors there it ends up happening. And uh, next thing you know, impact starts to get a get a little bit of steam and it was enough steam for people to give you and me a chance to do a podcast about it. Hey, we got some good comments. We should probably like read some. Yeah. Of them right oh, now, yeah. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Because uh, uh, DJ Convoy, he's probably already in bed. He's, I think he's, uh, he's probably our age, so he's tired. So let's see. So <laughs> DJ Convoy said, "Hey boys, taking time from a busy day of bed bugs and Ballyhoo to wish you guys well. Love the show." So he's not an Impact fan, but he likes us. So that's that's yeah. awesome. So, and Which yes, wacky theory, wacky theories are coming. And if you don't think I'm not talking about um, Noah and some of the shit that happened with Noah over the weekend and their uh, and them working the Indies. 
was uh was crazy. So we're we're actually going to talk about some Noah oh, stuff you today. Damn right, we're talking about that tonight. This is a yeah. This is a pro Noah podcast, despite what the voices of wrestling guys might think of Noah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, BFI to uh, Discord confirmed. Lucha Doncic, what's up? Lucha is an OG BFI faithful. Um, and then I know I know Pat Kruger, uh, homie from the BFI chat. Pat Kruger, what's up, man? And then uh, let's let's go, Scott Scott Edwards. Hey Scott, get into the Scott, get into the uh, the the Slack, the general Slack. I sent the link in there. I want you on the show today. I want to I want to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah. I want to see your face. I want to see your face. The Joshi then, expert. And then Joel Pearl, man, he's like, I'm also not an Impact fan, but I like you both. Congrats. He he also hosts a great Impact podcast. <laughs> it's a perfect thing you want to hear from an Impact podcast host. Yeah, I don't like the yeah. show very much. <laughs> yeah, so just shout out to Joel. Shout out to Joel. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, Scott, if you're still if you're still with this man, go check the Slack. If not, um, hit me up, DM me on Twitter, and I'll send you the link. I wanna uh, I wanna hear your voice today. All right, so. JD, I guess we should go ahead and get into it, man. Let's go I ahead guess. and uh, let's go ahead and do the deal. We got uh, we got a lot to talk about. It was a fun show tonight. I thought there, it was an outstanding main event. One of my yeah. uh, one of my favorite that they've done in a long time. But uh, on uh, the BTI pre-show, Yuya Uemura defeated Andrew the Giant Everett, and that was talking BTI, folks. Thank you, thank you for talking BTI with us. Uh, I'm surprised that Uemura was on this show because I thought he was no longer in New Japan. So what's going on? I don't know. Um, yeah. Is it possible that something was lost in translation with his whole "buy to New Japan" thing? Is that is that a possibility? It's a possibility. It's also he's a pro wrestler. He might have just been messing with people. You know. Yeah. No matter how many times we all freak out when a pro wrestler <laughs> says something on Twitter, you know, that's what we miss the most about Twitter is people getting worked by pro wrestlers on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, kind of one of the fun things about Twitter is that you find out that your favorite wrestlers are total liars uh, yes. and they, and they work you uh, shout out to Gerard. Thanks for joining us, uh, Gerard. But yeah, Yui Mora is actually, he is uh, going to be on overdrive this weekend too, or, or tomorrow. Great. So I think that's yeah, great. That's cool. like, yeah. I think I, th- Good young talent, isn't this? We've been advocating for, I guess, around two years now. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we need more, more of these types of guys. Yes, um, more Yui Moras, less Tommy Dreamers. Anyway, um, we're gonna oh, go that's to- a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yes, I that's think that a- is a shirt. Maybe, maybe that's, that's the shirt. next gimmick that I'll do. I- I don't know how we market it without Twitter, but that's a shirt right there. <laughs> All right. So we go to the main show impact open with a recap of the match between uh, Chelsea green and Mickey James uh, green saying she was going home after losing. Uh, and then, uh-huh. and then Cree, Yeah. Going home. Uh, she's definitely going to WWE. Dave Meltzer even uh, uh, picked that up. So I think it's uh, pretty much all but a foregone conclusion that she's headed to WWE. Um, and then we saw Moose attacking Bully and Giselle Sean Jordan Grace's excellent match ending with a Masha Slamovich attacking Grace at the end of the show to stand tall. Um, oh, and tonight's recapper Josiah is back. What's up, Josiah? Shout out to yeah. our our, uh, our favorite uh, recapper Josiah. Uh, Crazy Steve opened up the show. He's hyping up Black Tarus. I kind of dug this with the Crazy Steve in the ring giving a cool introduction to Black Tarus. It really seems like they're getting behind our guy, man. And I just want to give a shout out to Scott Demore. Hey, Scott. If you're just going to take my ideas, maybe you can just hire me. I'm not leaving my house, but I'll send you some emails about what I like and don't like if you're interested, bud. 
but uh <laughs> oh the vince russo the vince russo deal you just email the boss and tell them <laughs> your your thoughts on the show and they just placate you yes yeah absolutely but uh the first match was a uh, black Tarus defeating pj black which i was very uh very fond of uh pj black uh looking like a bad ayahuasca trip coming down to the ring uh <laughs> i was <laughs> it's a deep cut. Yeah, I was uh, I was not impressed by PJ here. I thought that he was off. It looked like he was practicing his moves in real time. He was overthinking everything. He was a bit slow to the draw on a lot of stuff. I just didn't think that he looked great. Has he been working much lately? I can't remember hearing PJ Black's name since ROH died. The original ROH died. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I well, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that he's worked since ROH died. But uh, if somebody in the chat knows anything about him, because he looks like know, he, he looked like he hasn't worked since ROH died. Yeah, the, the the brother was still in shape, but didn't look like he was had been wrestling in a while, so he didn't look good at all. Yeah, uh, Scott Scott Edwards is um, correcting us. He says Yuamura is staying. He just wants to work as many matches as possible, Pretty and good. then. Uh, and then our, our brother here, uh, Justin Nipper, he said, I think you Mora might just be working for them as a freelancer. Uh, yeah, so um, I thought that uh, it was possible that Yui Mora was leaving New Japan based on some of the stuff that he had tweeted, especially like, goodbye bye. New Japan. Yeah, goodbye saying, New Japan. A, yeah, and then I'm available. So I didn't think we were even going to get to see him at Impact anymore because of that. So we, we had actually – we didn't. We actually just were questioning whether or not we were going to get to see him, and we were a little disappointed because we really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – um, but we got to see him here tonight, and then he's uh, also back uh, tomorrow night on the Overdrive pre-show. So it looks like he is in Louisville as we speak. Um, <clears throat> so after that match, next we go to Frankie Kazarian and Josh Alexander. There was Scott Demore. Uh, they were in some type of conference room or something, but uh, they were doing a they're doing another press conference, folks. So every month we do a press conference at Impact, and so we did another one here. But this one was a little bit different. They had um, Jade Chung and Tracy Brooks accompany their husbands as they. Um, I did the press conference. I, I thought this was good. I thought it was effective. I thought uh, both Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian look strong here. Uh, at one point, uh, Kazarian um, told Jade that to stay out of it. This wasn't had anything to do with her, and then that got the Josh all upset. They were immediately friends afterward, which was a, a bit weird. But uh, I thought, I thought overall the segment was strong. I like these press conferences, man. I, I'm over contract signings. I think press conferences. Yeah. I still okay. <laughs> I I meant, I meant if I said press conference, I meant contract signing. Sorry. Yeah, I like yeah, I like press conferences. I think we need more of those. I think those are cool. Um, I think Cody Rhodes had a good idea of a way in one time and managed to screw it up on live television. But I think the idea still holds water. Just don't do it in a ring where you don't know, like balance and weight kind of shifts. Cause it makes you look stupid. Yeah. But I mean, like I think we need to get out of these ruts that we and I, not just impact. I think it's across wrestling. We get in these like. Uh, thematic ruts sometimes where things have been we've been doing things for so long and it's boring so i mean like yeah press conferences are far superior to contract signings contract signings are done yeah yeah too too much of those happening so after the the uh contract signing kazarian and alexander immediately cleared the air after this and with kazarian apologizing for saying something to alexander's wife bully ray walked up and said that he was going to call a shot fair and square kazarian um if he wins uh kazarian said that he knew better than to trust bully ray and reiterated to alexander that he shouldn't trust ray and then finally finally we're like alexander's like yeah i know i can't trust him who cares I can't trust anybody right now. I'm the world champion. Uh, finally, he started to make a little bit of sense. Yeah. But then, then Kazarian's like, well, you really should go talk to Tommy Dreamer about this. Um, so oh, I'm sorry, Tommy Dreamer. We forgot the, his name, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, we forgot the, that Kazarian said to go talk to Tommy 
and uh, which ends up happening later. Impacts Pooh Bear. Yeah. Um, our friend Josiah actually liked both of these segments. So there you go. I, and I thought mostly it was all pretty strong. It was fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, next, we go to the Bullet Club defeating uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, Rajsing and Shira, and Ozzy Open. One of these teams is not like the other, folks. <laughs> One of these teams just doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what the hell? So when I saw this announced, I was like, oh, well, I was like, I'd rather it just be a three-way with the Bullet Club, the Machine Guns, and Ozzy Open. But I guess Singh and Shira are there to take the L, but no. As we have determined here on American television, Aussie Open is here in this country to lose, and they've been doing that a lot lately. Um, and they lost here again tonight in what it was a really good match, actually. And I, you know, and for and to their credit, I thought Singh and Shiro were pretty good in this match too. They held their own. Um, they played their parts pretty well. But um, uh, overall, I thought it was a strong match with Aussie Open uh, getting pinned by uh, Chris Bay hit a Hurricane Rana into a ultimate finesser and then uh, ace austin hit the um the blockbuster or the fold sorry to get the pinfall over fletcher so there you go what you thinking jd aussie open loses a lot loses a lot of matches like they're like the most glorified job tag team of all time like they're really <laughs> good but they just never win like okay so we go, well they won one time back in october okay yeah fine they won one yeah. match on national television in the united states um they're good they're really good. I mean, this, this was this was fun. You know, I guess the odd team out did a fine job. You know, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lucha saying Bullet Club hit their stride as a tag team. I completely agree. Um, and then after this, uh, Bullet Club, Austin and Bay, they're headed to uh, New Japan for um, the Junior Tag League, right? So they're going to mm-hmm. be they're going to be in that tournament. Um, and they leave. They said they leave immediately after Overdrive is over. They have to go hit the airport and leave from Louisville into Japan to go to go to that tournament that starts, I believe, this next week. I think on Monday. I think is when it starts. I could see them making the finals. I, I don't see why not. If you take a look at the rest of that field, it's that's like, what I'm saying. It's there's nothing you know? in the junior tag division right now. I mean, nothing like yeah. unless they're going to try to make somebody quick. But it's not like New Japan puts like any thought into booking the junior tag division. Like I could see it. Yeah, yeah. No, I could. Uh, I could totally see it. Uh, what's up, uh, Romeo, Romeo? True Heel Heat. Uh, True Heel Heat Sports. Um, I know he was uh, doing a watch along with uh, the Thursday night uh, game tonight. So uh, everybody, go check him out. But yeah, no, I, I honestly would it shock you if they won? No, it maybe, wouldn't. Maybe that's a question. If I, uh, if Scott or Justin chimes in here, would it shock anybody that uh, that they won? I would be surprised because they haven't done a lot with them as a team. But I could see them making the uh, surprises in the word. Like it wouldn't blow me away. I'd be like, huh, it's interesting. I could see them making the finals and losing. But to be honest, to be honest. I'm not like 100% sold on it that it'd be like a, a guarantee. Like there's no, like when the Bucks were in New Japan, like they were, they were the junior tag team. Like they're same with like Rapongi. I don't see that right now. So, I mean, it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. And oh, I guess, I guess um, TJP and, and Akira would be like the squad. So if I'm a, if I'm a, I haven't seen the brackets, but I'm a betting man. I could see, I could see that being the match of the tournament. The Again, that's more United, United Empire Bullet Club stuff. That's actually a really yeah. good match that I think about it on paper. That actually would be a really good match. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that would be an, would be an awesome match. Um, so next we go to uh, Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie. They were backstage with uh, Rosemary. Showing great concern they haven't seen Jessica in a week because I guess Jessica's just been drinking this whole time. Um, they have 
they have not filed a missing persons report, by the way. They've just not seen her in a week. Um, so they're not that worried. Um, and then uh, Jordan Grace challenged Masha Slamovich to a last knockout standing match at Overdrive. That has me very freaking interested. I'm curious they didn't call it a Texas death match. Minor thing, I know, but it hard to kill earlier this year. Same match, but it was uh, Mickey James and Deanna Prazo was called a Texas death match. This is was, a last man standing match. I know was, the pinfall thing is the difference, but was it was in Texas though, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like it's a Texas death match, even if it's in Louisville. I I don't know. It's just the name of the match, right? Yeah, but I mean, like you want to run a Texas death match when you're in Texas. That's my thought. Yeah. So I could see it being a. I don't like last knockout standing. I think that sounds kind of corny. But I mean, like yeah. that said, I think the match would be freaking awesome. To be honest with you, oh, yeah, girls will beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, Uncle Dave was very impressed with not only the Bound for Glory match, but their match at B or at uh, PWG this past weekend. So uh, I like that they're carrying some of that momentum on into this show, which is probably going to be an under the radar show. But they got some uh, really good matchups for Overdrive uh, coming on tomorrow night. Um, let's go back here to the chat. We got uh, Gerard. Says a uh, big new distribution deal. Gerard Ryan from uh, Bodyslam.net <laughs> says impact trending tonight right now with almost uh, fifteen hundred tweets for the day. So there you go. Um, and then uh, Scott Edwards. Uh, we asked Scott about um, about the Bullet Club winning the Super or the Junior Tag League. Sorry, I'm said best of the Super Juniors. Said I think it's possible. A finalist uh, definitely sounds possible. Akira and TJP are the champions. So if they want. Now, uh, Bullet Club versus United Empire, why not? I think Bay and Ace uh, and Yo and uh, Leo are my choices. Yeah, Leo Rush is back with uh, New Japan, so that's kind of cool. And the cloud down starts on how long till he hurts his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, so so since since Scott brought up Leo Rush, you know, is that somebody that Impact should, you know, at least try to bring in for some? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, he's, he's awesome, a, right? Yeah. He's fantastic. The problem with Leo Rush is never in the ring. It's always... Um, you know, young when he was younger, it was the attitude issues, and now that he's older, it's his body. Like every time the guy gets going, his shoulder like tears on him, and then he he goes through depression because of it. Like there's a vicious cycle there with the guy. And I made a joke about that earlier, but I mean, I think Leo Rush is a phenomenal talent. I mean, honestly, honestly, he's a guy Impact could share with New Japan and build around because yeah. he's got he's a great promo. He's got a he he's really good in the ring. He's got a unique look to him. And he's a guy I think could actually could actually get a lot of fan support if pushed to the top level. Because he's a guy he's never really been a top guy. He's a guy everyone tabs as could be something but he, he always gets in his own way, be it, you know, like I said, attitude issues or injury issues. He's a guy who could be something. That might be again if his body can hold up. He that could be something, and that might be perfect for him with like the less the less work schedule, like the slow the the slower work schedule of Impact. Mm-hmm. That could be a perfect fit, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, and the X division could use some more stars, right? Especially after what happened with the title, it basically got tossed in the trash. So it'd be nice to have some stars kind of vying for it, and um, he I think he'd be a welcome addition. Um, so Taya Valkyrie defeated, uh, Tasha Steeles. Um, so this is commentary from our friend Josiah it says, I'm not sure I'd have had Steeles lose here, uh, heading into their title match at overdrive. Why would I want to watch the match that, now that the challenger has been defeated, even though it's just a singles match. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that. So, um, but, uh, Taya Valkyrie got the victory here. Uh, what are your thoughts? Why, why did we need this match? How did this help anybody? Right. I don't, yeah. We don't have a story here. It um, you gotta. I mean, like, I hate like 
Okay, one of the things I hate about is people like I'm going to use this the, the AW turn term as an example, right? They were like, "Oh, we want a big tournament with names." Okay, so they do that because well, you can't have all these people losing. It's like well, it's got to be one or the other. So I mean, like, and when you have a small company like Impact, you've got a lot of people. You don't have a lot of people to draw from. So if you want to have matches like this, they got to make sense. And this one in this particular instance didn't make sense to me, right? It doesn't. Yeah. It didn't. Matches what it was. It was fine. But like, yeah. it was just booking wise. I'm like, why is this on this show? Like, it just, there's other people that if you wanted Ty to get a win, there's other people she could have beat. Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Um, so the announcers noted that Jessica was seen on TikTok, clearly out of town drinking. Uh, Valkyrie was left trying to make up for her absence by taking this match in her place. Valkyrie delivered a beating on Steels in the opening minutes of the match with Steels uh, being left reeling. Steels tried to counter the road to Valhalla with a roll-up, but Valkyrie sat down and scored the pin. So there you go. Uh, after the match, Steels attacked Valkyrie. Uh, Jessica's music hit, and she ran down to the ring to make the save. Um, just as I said, it would have been more meaningful had uh, Steels won the match. I think we could Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, that that was what it was. It wasn't like uh, anything that anybody needs to go out of the way to see. Um, no. But I I am interested in the the Death Dolls versus Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles. Even though Tasha, I, you know, now that she lost, I get the feeling that she's going to win the fucking titles. It's kind of how they do these things. It is. Um, I don't know. Is it? I don't I, know, Death Dolls just won it. Death Dolls just yeah. won it. But the only reason they won it is because Chelsea Green's going to WWE, so they had to get the belts off of them. So, mm-hmm. and um, we have two tag teams. Right. Yeah. We have two yeah, teams. So, so somebody's <laughs> got to win, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Josh finally found Tummy Dreamer and assured, uh, who assured Josh that Bully Ray was a changed man. He says, Why does Alexander need to trust Bully Ray to fight him? Just fight him. Um, and then we go to Trey Miguel. He was backstage and talked about how he advanced to the tournament finals with the help of Kenny King when King attacked him and uh, Mike Bailey got DQ'd. So this was a little bit confusing because if you didn't know that they were talking about, something that happened last week, you would have thought that you'd miss something on this episode. So I actually rewinded the episode a little bit. It's like, wait, did I miss an attack again? Cause I knew we got attacked last week, but he's still selling it this week, but no, they were just showing uh, an interview from the previous week. And maybe I missed that on the intro, but um, I, I felt like that was a little bit weird. Didn't bother me. I, I, I knew they were going with it. Oh, okay. Um, and then we go to uh, Steve Macklin defeating Tommy Dreamer in a uh, old school rules match. When you tell me old school rules, I'm thinking that, you know, throwing your opponent over the top rope is illegal. But I guess in impact, old school rules means it's just your standard hardcore match that they have every couple of weeks. Wouldn't that just be a hardcore match? If you say old school yeah. rules, isn't that just a wrestling match? Yeah, yeah, old old school rules would, would be what what two out of three falls, you know, and two out of three Park? falls. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a ninety minute wrestling match where dudes are gonna lay in each other in a hammerlock. <laughs> like that would be yeah. that would actually that's a great gimmick. To be quite frank, I could see some dork on the Indies <laughs> trying to pull that off. But um, well, no, dude, yeah. somebody did try to pull that off. I knew it. NXT, you remember the vaude villains? No. It was no, oh yeah, 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 and that fucking idiot, the other guy. What gotch, was his name? Simon Gotch. gotch. Yeah, yes. um, that guy. Not, I mean, he he might be a very nice. He doesn't seem like he's a nice guy. I don't think he's a nice guy. He seems to ruffle no. some feathers everywhere he goes. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this was your your typical weapons match. At one point, Tommy Dreamer took some water and some food out of a trash can. He ate it first, which was a, a yeah a callback to his old WWF gimmick back in the day when he would do that. Um, he hit him with 
yeah, he hit him with the food, and then uh, Macklin um, beat his ass. And then after the match, Bully Ray ran down to the ring to attack Macklin as he tried to put Dreamer through a table. Moose ran down to attack Ray and Dreamer as Macklin and Moose surprisingly worked together to try to put Ray through the table. Josh Alexander ran down to make the save. Ray looked like he was going to hit Alexander with the Impact World Championship, but he decided to work with Alexander to choke slam Macklin through the table. So we still got uh, we still got uh, bulky Ray here right. on this whole deal. So. I hate this so much. I hate it. I can't wait till I can't wait till it's over. Like, you know what's so funny is like the storyline wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't Bully Ray. <laughs> it's, I think that's just, the problem. It's not I a bad storyline. Yeah, I have a resentment against Bully Ray. I think that's just what okay. this is. I'm just if like this was if this was Alexander Hammerstone and they had some kind of a, an agreement yeah. with with like MLW and he was coming in as the MLW champ and you ran this Fuck exact yes. same storyline. I have zero qualm with any of this because the booking isn't the booking on paper isn't that bad. The problem is it's bully fucking Ray Dudley in the year 2022. Yeah. Despite the fact he looks to be probably in the best shape of his I life. I don't right care. Now. Still, it's still bully Ray. Yes. Uh, hold on. Yes. Lucha. Hold on. We are in hold fact on. haters. We have a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a lot of, we have a lot of posts here. We should probably hit up. Yeah. Yeah. So Lucha says that we're haters. So he's right. Uh, by fuck the way. You. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's a Carolina Panthers fan, so who cares? Uh, Dan Goucher says Laredo Kid should turn heel so he can win an impact match. I don't know that we're going to see Laredo Kid for a long time, which we'll probably get into later. Um, yes. Turn yeah. heel on his body. Yeah. And then Bully Ray is a perfect person for Josh to beat and turn heel on. So he is still he is still fighting the good fight, saying that uh, <laughs> saying that Josh is going to I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. If you guys are trying to piss JD off, it's working. So <laughs> keep it up. Um, so uh, Alexander then picked up the call your shot trophy, handed back to Bully Ray, and then they left uh, joyous, happy, and free. Um, and then we go to a really cool segment, dude. And I, I honestly, this is one of my favorite segments I've seen on Impact in a while. Gia Miller was in her garage, apparently, um, but she was interviewing Masha Slamovich. They did the whole thing in Russian. They had the subtitles on. Masha, well, at one point, Gia asked Masha a stupid question, and then Masha goes, that's only a question that an idiot would ask. And I was like, I popped so big. I was like, this is fucking great. Like, Masha's perfect. And then afterwards, the, the prediction, um, they asked Masha to make a prediction on her match, and she said, death. And you could just see it in the subtitles. It's like, fuck, that's a segment. That's pro wrestling right there. It's perfect. I have been asking for months for them to give some shred, some sliver of personality to Masha Slamovich. Because she's been having, for, for the longest time, she just had matches. She was just squashing people for months upon months upon end. And with no virtual no, signal, no single of a storyline anywhere to be found. And then they did the thing with Jordan. And I thought that storyline was kind of bad, to be quite frank. This yeah. is everything I have been asking for for months. This was one of the best things Impact has done all year on television, period. This was just great TV. I, I can't yeah. say enough good things about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was uh, fantastic. Um, Gia speaks Russian, which you didn't know that. She knew exactly what Masha was saying. She's fluent. Who, who said that Gia speaks Russian? No, I am, because Lucia oh. said Gia Miller sees subtitles in real life. Isn't oh, she wouldn't okay. know what she was saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, lots of stuff going on here. Uh, big new distribution deal. Um, he says Billy Ray for world champ. Well, no, Billy if it's Ray Billy Cyrus? Ray Cyrus, I think I think I'm into it, I'd man. Take, if it gets Miley Cyrus. That. Yeah, if it gets Miley, Miley Cyrus, Cyrus on TV, I, th I think I like that. 
you know, Miley Cyrus could do great business for Impact. I think we might break our normal uh, uh, viewers on the Nielsen. <laughs> yeah, I think we will. might might have more than those six people that normally watch that mess up the ratings when one of them decides <laughs> to go out to dinner for a night. Yeah. Um, so Rich, we got Rich Swan uh, defeating Laredo Kid. But before we get to that, uh, we got we got a special guest in the green room. A very special guest. Hey. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add him to the stream right here. Everybody, let's introduce the host of the Dynamite Show and in the clinch here on the Fight Game Media Network, Paul Fontaine. Everybody, Paul Fontaine, give a big round of applause. A- AKA Parker the Dog. <laughs> I'm auditioning like, for my next gig. I like how you're stealing uh, Uncle Dave's gimmick of having his dog on uh, on YouTube, not with your dog. <laughs> well, my cat just made an appearance. If you saw in the background oh. there. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. She's a big uh, she's a big fan of the of your show. Animals well, we like us your... and and yeah. impact and impact too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Big big Masha Slamovich fan, uh, Smokey back there. So how how's it going, Paul? Welcome to the good, show. Good, good. How was the show tonight? I didn't see it yet. Uh, pretty good. You actually. know what? Yeah, it was pretty good. We're we're uh, we're about halfway through the review here. Actually, we're pretty close to the end. But um, if I were to say, if you need to go back and watch anything, it's the main event. I okay. Sammy Cal. Oh no, actually, for you, Paul, don't watch the main event. Never <laughs> yeah, mind. Paul, I know you Paul's pretty well. Like Never mind. You know what? Uh, everybody except Paul. But the main he, event: Sammy Cal, Sammy Callahan, and Eric Young. Eric so Young. It's, it's called a double jeopardy match, and I'll explain to you. Double jeopardy match. So both opponents so you can you cannot even win the match until a your opponent is bleeding bleeding and that's when you're qualified to be able to win the match and then you got to either pin or submit them so you you can't do anything until you've made your opponent bleed and then at that point you have the chance to win so um and both guys end up bleeding of course because pro wrestling but some, some um, colonel buck robley shit right here yeah man. I, I really like so it wise so i might like it Okay, Lance, well, Lance it wasn't it over. Lance put it over, so you know we were pretty empatico, simpatico yeah. on, on our stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, no, it was pretty good. So, and their go home shows are usually pretty good. The promos yeah. and whatnot. There was a really good yeah. promo segment with Masha Slamovich that I do think you would really like. I highly recommend that one. That was I'm really like fun. I, I'm like Smokey. I'm a big Masha Slamovich fan. Uh, and and six months ago, I wouldn't have said that. You guys yeah. were raving about her on your show for the longest time. And I was like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. Like I see nothing. (laughs) And then when she finally started wrestling longer matches and I could actually see it and see the fire and everything, like, I mean, I'm just seeing squash matches, you know, and it's like, okay, whatever, you know, I I mean, I like a squash match as good as much as anyone, but I wanted to see more and yeah, Yeah. she's, she's real good. And this was her first promo on, uh, since she's been in the company. She she did the whole thing in Russian and then she subtitles and it was Oh, that's awesome. It was awesome. It was so, it was so well done. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you probably don't have to watch it. You could probably just see it on Twitter. They put the whole video up on Twitter. I'm going to watch the show. It's on the PBR. Like I'm, I'm playing, uh, I was playing, uh, video games and listening to, uh, Gigi and John's fight game podcast. And as soon as that's over, I'm going to, I'm going to throw an impact. So, but, uh, I wanted to come congratulate you guys. I've, uh, co-hosted with both of you at, at different points. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Actually, I could put you on the spot. I need someone to film for Jeff next week on the Dynamite Show. If either you're interested, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I can't. Let's 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 talk. Let's yeah, talk yeah, we'll offline. Talk okay, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's talk. Anyone yeah. in the chat want to join? Just <laughs> let, let me know. Because I love, I dude, I love hosting the Dynamite Show, but I'm already yeah. doing another show on Monday. I don't okay. know that, but let me let me just yeah, yeah, check whatever. the schedule. I, there's okay. other people I can yeah. ask, but you guys were high up on the list. Um, oh, awesome! Yeah, well, you know I me, know dude. I love, I love yeah. dynamite, and I love uh, being on the dynamite show. So, 
And, and JD awesome. and I don't always get along when we're chatting in social media, but no, we, we a, always do rare. on the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but on, on the shows, yeah I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that one time we we hosted this show together. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. fun. I would love to, but we're in wrestling season, so I don't get to yeah, see yeah. AEW no, no. till the, to the California viewing. So JD's a machine. Yeah. I don't know how he does half the stuff he does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't He's, sleep much. Bro- brother, has like, yeah, brother has like 10 jobs. But hey, Paul, we just got another yep. guest. So I, I think we're going to so, let you on. Would yeah, you like I'll, to bury I'll, us on uh, the I'll way out? out. Uh, oh please! You know what? Please. No, yeah. no. You know what? I what I, I, the closest thing I'll come to a burial to you is you would ask for celebrity guests, and I yeah. tried. You know me; I got contact. <laughs> yes. Everybody, every excuse under the sun why they couldn't do the show. Nobody wants and to come on our show. Lance Storm, you know, works for TNA, and like I, you know, I talk to him every day, and I says, "Oh yeah, my, you know, my buddies are doing the show, and it's a hundred episodes impact." He's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna be traveling all day." Guy hasn't stopped oh. DMing me all day. He, he could have taken two minutes to do the show. And, uh, yeah, he he could have at least said, "Hey guys, I'll never do your show. Go fuck yourself." He'd just be, but he'd of... just be Tony Khan and you know be promoting yeah. whatever the hell the show is tomorrow night. Which which would have been great. It? I never I never would have put him on the spot or anything. I just yeah, let him I know, say whatever he wants. Yeah. But congratulations, guys, and uh, hope, I hope uh, Jeremy has some good stuff to say. I'll be listening later. So thanks, take care. Paul. Yep, right. Take care. Okay. Bye. All right, so that was Paul Fontaine, host of the Dynamite Show. Like I said, we, we will have some people popping in, so just stick with us here. We're almost done with the review, but Jeremy Finestone, bound, uh, almost at Bound for Glory, Braced for Impact OG, the, the creator of the podcast. He was the guy that put this whole thing together. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hello. I'm in Minneapolis right hey. now. I spent 15 hours flying to Minneapolis today, and I uh, made it to Why? where I am. Uh, I have a friend who's turning 40 oh. and has three book releases, and his wife oh. asked me to come and surprise him. So, oh, nice. Oh, I good for him. Patrick? Wait, Patrick, he, Patrick? Yeah. Hey, Wait, good dude. Not, I like that guy. Wait, he doesn't watch the show, does he? Because that would ruin the surprise. No, I've already arrived. Okay. And <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So... This is completely as a side. I was on a plane that got turned around because the windshield cracked, and it took me five oh. extra hours to get to Minneapolis. Oh, so oh I didn't get God. to watch Break for Impact tonight. Oh well, I'm glad I'm glad you joined us anyway. Uh, I wanted to we, congratulate you guys. That's it. I just yeah, want to congratulate we, you. you. Should you should really listen to the beginning of the show because we put you over huge for oh. helping get this all together. So we really appreciate you. And just a little inside baseball to those of you guys in the Fight Game Media Network. Anytime a YouTube video gets posted onto our YouTube channel, it is cut, it is edited, it is uploaded, it is tweeted about. Jeremy Finestone puts in all the work. He doesn't get any fucking credit whatsoever. The guy works his ass off. He does it for love of the game, and we all love Jeremy. And he is the reason why we're here today. So thank you very much, Jeremy, for everything you've done for the show. That is truly generous of you to say but frankly speaking this show would be nothing about you two you guys are the heart and soul of a lot of the things for fight game media and you kept the heartbeat going when there wasn't a whole lot else going along so break for impact is truly the heart and soul of fight game media in a lot of ways so you guys have done a lot of really good work also uh, super also proud of you t-shirt what we yeah also yeah. i said we appreciate that but that is also a t-shirt BFI is the heart and soul of the Fight Game Media Network. I'm sure Bob Garrett will love that. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, it's like you guys, you worked so hard, Mike, to to get this show uh, exposure. I see where you post. I see all the work that you do. JD, I don't even know how you have time to do anything, let alone do this show. So the fact that the fact that you guys are able to get together every week, put out this show and, you know, put smile on people's faces. 
I could have called out sometime. So I just really proud of you guys. And I just want to take a minute and let you guys know that. Thanks, man. This was well, your brainchild, really. So we're not here if you don't if you don't put it together. Fair. Well, hey, thanks, Jeremy, and enjoy cold ass Minnesota. I'm not gonna tell you what temperature it is in Hawaii. All right, I'm just gonna keep that That's to myself. Fair. Go, go fuck yourself, Mike. <laughs> all right, brother, take it easy and enjoy your vacation. Take it. All right. Well, that was Jeremy Feinstone. Uh, yeah, we we might get people popping and interrupting periodically. I told people they didn't have to wait. Anytime they feel like coming in, they could come on. Um, but we'll go to our next match. It's Rich Swan defeating Laredo Kid. Uh, Laredo Kid. Th- so this is obviously taped before he had suffered a massive uh, injury in um, in Mexico. I know he had hurt. He had hurt his what his I think wait, lower told intestines. Us, his lower intestines. Um, small, so that small was, intestines. Small intestines. I made up an organ. Small distance, dude. You could have played that off. I would have just believed you. I'm obviously not an anatomy major, but well, um, I I would feel uncomfortable, but it'd make us both sound stupid. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, they they had a. I thought they had a pretty good match here. Um, not not much to it. it wasn't very long, but I I I kind of dug it. Get well soon, uh, Laredo kid, man. I hope he comes back stronger than ever. It's um that's a tough one, man. Like it was basically a knee to the solar plexus, and it destroyed his lower intestines. That's um. That's the thing. Hey, Salty Scott. Yes, former or uh, frequent co-host of frequent the show, co-host. Salty Scott's in the chat. So the welcome, my former Salty co-host. Scott. Yes. Yeah, and then we got um, Meow is cut pie. Meow is cut pie. So cutie, pie. Got OB- cutie pie. Cutie pie. Cutie. Is this cutie. cut or is this, there's is an there an eye there? There's an there's eye. An eye. Okay, sorry, I'm old. Um, but yeah, OVE o- versus me. Violent by Design. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, and then uh, and then Scott Edwards still still sticking with us, man. He, I guess he's filling in for Jeremy on like, keeping a strong style this week. That's, so. He just figured out why. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So awesome. Uh, thanks for everybody for joining us in the chat. We're gonna keep that business going on. But uh, next we got Taylor Wilde. She's backstage with Mickey James, and they discuss their match tomorrow at Overdrive. James talked about her uh, coming out to save her from Chelsea Green's cheating. Wilde said that she didn't want James' career to end that way and that she was going to be the one to end it at Overdrive. Okay, I, th- I I have not been interested in this match. I've not been interested in this feud. That's That one sentence right there kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Just a little I bit. Don't, I don't. I'm not in our chat. We were saying, oh, Taylor going heel. I'm like, I don't think she's going heel. I think they're just trying to add a little bit of sizzle to the match because it's really cold. It had nothing going on it. It might as well have been an NWA match. There was so nothing going on with that match. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a little yeah. bit more interested now. I don't know if it's going to be great because I don't know how good Taylor is anymore. But I'm in. I'm going to yeah. watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Uh, next, we got a fantastic, according to Josiah, but I agree with him, hype video for uh, Kazarian versus uh, Alexander showing uh, Kazarian's career and impact. Pretty similar to the one that we saw last week, but uh, very effective still. So I always love it when they do these things. And then in the main event was, I think, one of the best impact main events of the year uh, was uh, Sammy Callahan. Uh, defeating Eric Young in a uh, double Jeopardy blood match. So uh, I know we talked to Paul earlier, but we'll go ahead and explain it again. So the way you win this match, so you ha- that you have to make your opponent bleed before you're allowed to pin or submit him. Uh, and it's kind of an anything goes match. Before the match even got started, as Callahan was coming down to the ring, he was attacked by um, by Violent by Design by Alan Angels and uh, Big Connor from uh, what the fuck was that stupid uh, group that he was in. 
the Ascension. The yeah, Ascension. he was the big big Condor from uh, the Ascension. They they attacked him. He was bleeding before the match even started. But uh, a great great match, dude. I I loved it. I don't want to do the whole play by play because I think everybody here got to watch the match. But uh, a great ending. Um, I was the the actual as the show closed really piqued my interest, man. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this. And Sam, I see you in the green room. We're gonna bring you on here in just a minute, okay? Um. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So as the show was going off of the air, Violent by Design, so you got Diener, Alan Angels, and Khan coming down to the ring, and they look, they stand over a a bloodied, bloody, bloody Eric Young um, and just kind of staring at him, looking in disappointment. That was very interesting to me. I wonder what's going to happen there. So what are your thoughts? I don't know. Um, someone brought up a good point. Is is Eric Young being called home? From old triple yeah. hall. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't think so. Is it wrong? Is it wrong to think that? Like I, cause I was my first thought. I was like, are they doing something here? Cause it, it, the, the reason why I originally thought that, and I didn't mean to cut you off um, is, is because this was the first match in their feud and it was the blow off match. So it's like, you, you don't, where do you go from here now with Sam McCallahan versus Eric young? So I, I was like, man, are they are they writing him out here? And then is violent by design going to uh, going to turn on him? So and get rid of him. That's what I. Okay, thought. okay. Here's the problem with that. If violent by design turns on Eric Young, what then for violent by design? There's no one. Yeah. There's no leader. No, no. I like, mean, is Diener just going to manage Alan Angels no. and Khan? Who wants to see that as a tag team? No, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think Eric. I okay. I don't think Eric Young is, is headed back to WWE to reform sanity. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think they might try to get guys like you and me thinking like it, you know, yeah. thinking, oh, maybe maybe he's gone. Right. Because I think one, Eric Young is smart enough to know how to work us marks. And I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Right. Because we who has been a big bigger critics of violent by design than the two of us. And how yeah. nothing has happened. Like they broke it up and then they got back together with fat guys like <laughs> uh, with mustard colored shirts like yeah i don't know yeah I don't know. um yeah so here uh sam we're gonna bring you on here in just a second but here i wanted to give a shout out to god illa jonte brown it says salty scott doesn't like sweet baby light-skinned jesus uh and uh, i'm glad i'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about steph curry by the way the probably the best basketball player in the whole world right now steph curry yeah yes yeah, scott you in <laughs> fact did catch a stray live on the show yeah. Uh, and then uh, Joel says that uh, Dina versus EY and an eventual loser leaves impact for control of violent by design. I could see that, but like who I, wants to see Dina and control of violent by design? No. It's dead without EY. Yeah. Uh, and then he, and then he goes on to say that uh, EY told him in an interview that once he's done, he is done. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see where all this you is. Believe that? I, so I, you know, whenever they, um, whenever they, reformed violent by i'm gonna go ahead and bring sam in on this by the way whenever they went ahead and they hey. they added alan, alan angels and con to the group i was disappointed because i was hoping violent by design was over i wanted to see babyface eric young back i wanted to see the not not the goofy like loose to everybody babyface but a a serious kind of white meat gritty babyface eric young a the veteran world champion. babyface the world that champion. was that was a great eric that's my favorite eric, of the multiple eric young personalities that's still my favorite the daniel bryan knockoff but i mean he did a great job playing that i'd like to see one more run with that i don't know i don't know if i could see eric young being one of those guys who just walks away right it yeah. seems like it's too much a part of him maybe i'm wrong on that but i don't know hey. it seems hard to believe well, Sam is here. How are you doing, Sam? Uh, co-host of the Power Bombshells. What's up? Hey, how are you? Is this the Chris Saban nipple hour? <laughs> yes, 
I, you know, ma'am, I, I, <laughs> ma'am, control yourself on our show, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny. So, what, uh, what, what brings you here, Sam? Uh, you know, what's uh, the co- power bombshells? The best name for a podcast i think in all, of pod- in all of wrestling podcasts <laughs> that, is, that was i have to give the credit to to my wonderful co- co-host mel she's the one who came up yeah. with that one yeah where the hell is she by the way she said that's a good on. question yeah. i don't know where she's at i thought she was gonna try to be on here but maybe yeah, she's yeah. asleep she talked yeah, to talk we- about wanting to come on and talk some shit and she's not here <laughs> yeah yes man well we're we're gonna be live on sunday so you'll just have to come give her some crap for for not being around <laughs> oh i will definitely troll the chat there with you girls please do please do <laughs> so, do you get a chance to watch impact tonight I know, no not I know yet it's uh it's okay. on the it's it's on the dvr i was doing some other things because i've got a on thursdays it's typically i watch impact um from the dvr because i've been watching gray's anatomy for 19 seasons and so tonight it wasn't on it they're on their winter finale Wait, hold, so. hold on hold on sam i gotta cut you off right there uh, go ahead gray's anatomy is still on the air yes do they um, still have know, the do they still have the guy from can't buy me love on that show no, he's you remember no, no, him no, he's he's Patrick been Dempsey? They kill, no they killed him off a few seasons oh, ago okay mike yes. this is why but... we have a podcast because you refer to him as the guy from can't buy me love and he's like this always is gonna be the guy yeah this is why we work sorry continue. well remember no, remember then... in that that was one of the greatest movies that's ever happened yes right, ever on yeah it's phenomenal scene where Whenever he is like, uh, he does the whole the the African dance with, with the school, and he's doing this whole thing, and they got everybody to follow suit. That was a great movie. <laughs> I've never Markably seen it. racist. Oh, you've never seen Can't no. Buy Me Love? It's no. something that can only oh have been gosh. made in the eighties. It is so. It yeah. is so. Uh, over the top as far as like you know a capitalistic like oh this these two people <laughs> fall in love only because he rents her for a little yeah. bit. I mean like it he, is. He, he paid her to be his friend so he could be popular in high school. Girlfriend. She was the most popular in school. Girl, yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah. And she ruins her mom's dress so she needs the money. And then oh, because no. it's the eighties, they fall in love. Of no, course. it's it's of course. awesome. It's so <laughs> yeah. well, now it's I not mean, even is bad. It's great. Back in the like stream this. Is it on like Netflix <laughs> or sure. Hulu or something? <laughs> Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure. I will find it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure it's gotta be available somewhere. Now I've got to uh, find um, it. God, Illa, I'm gonna let you know in our in our BFI chat. I'm gonna need your I'm gonna need your card, sir. So you know which card <laughs> I'm talking about. So um, Amazon like Prime, he's a big fan of Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. There you go. Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right, I will put it to use then and try to try to catch <laughs> that soon. But what I was gonna say is uh, the main person who plays the who the show is named after Meredith Gray. She announced today that she's leaving and so i'm assuming the season's probably they've, they've kind of been backing her out the last couple of seasons so i think they'll go 20 seasons and then they'll probably next year will probably be the last the last one is my is my guess but anyway so i um and that was, was talking to, gray's anatomy yeah so <laughs> i was planning to watch impact but then i uh was so i was doing some other stuff and i was like oh i gotta make sure i catch their show so i watched your show before the before getting to impact but i will definitely watch it because i do keep up with it and i do watch it yeah. every week and time women's matches and all that good stuff i do want to say last week impact had nearly 26 minutes of in-ring action between women which yeah. it's never happens on, but on a on so people think on it's not even a two-hour show it's like an hour and 25 minutes <laughs> yeah that's so yeah. like a third of the show was dedicated to their women's roster yeah. and so when people ask me it's like why does impact have the best women's roster i'm like talent wise they don't 
talent wise, there's more talented women in, in the oh, other yeah. federations, but here they're, they're utilized more yep. here and they're focused on more here. Yes. And, and here I sure. feel like Jordan Grace and Josh Alexander are very much seen as equals in this promotion. Yeah. And when they do promotional tours, they do it together. Yeah, I even say is they're awesome. leaned on. They lean on the the, the knockouts yeah. division that's coming. Like it's not just a, it's not just an accoutrement. It's not just like this window dressing. Like they actually rely on the yeah, knockouts division. They do. Yeah, and like last week the women main evented, and so and I think they got like fifteen or sixteen minutes, and then they still had a segment afterwards because Masha returned, and then they had the mm-hmm. segment with Jordan, and then there was like even backstage stuff with uh with Jessica and Rosemary and uh and taya and so like they build their characters too like it's not just you know women on the in the ring for seven minutes and then that's all you see of them. so (laughs) (laughs) well so uh what did did you think about the giselle versus jordan grace match from last i really liked it i think that was probably giselle's best match that she's had in impact i thought she she's um i saw her before she signed I can't remember if it was like a triple mania show or something like that a couple of years ago. And I was like, and I saw her and I was like, Oh, you know, she's, she's pretty good. And then I didn't really hear, see much about her. And then she signed with impact and she's like, she's just progressively gotten better. Um, So I thought she looked really great. And then I'm a huge Jordan Grace fan and I love her. So I thought that, you know, I'm glad that she's champion and um, I enjoy her matches and I'm enjoying what they're doing with her and Masha too, because they're building Masha into a legit monster and then i'm glad they're giving her these longer matches now um as well sam i really want your opinion t- on tonight's masha slamovich segment when you watch it okay yeah, yeah. yes please tweet us let us know what you yeah. think um talk about it on power bombshells because i think it's uh, <laughs> yeah. i think that you guys really no, like it honestly i think you guys like legitimately we're not doing a bit here okay. i really think you guys are going to love that segment okay yeah i'm dev- yeah i was really interested of hearing you guys talk about it and that it was all in russian like that's really awesome that they did that so i'm really looking forward to watching it. i'll actually probably start impact after i hop <laughs> off of here <laughs> well, and so what they did that was so smart and i wish they would do that with their lucha talent is they eliminated a perceived weakness by by not forcing t- someone to speak in their second language now I know Masha very fluent in English and English is right. not a problem, but she feels more comfortable speaking in Russian. It, at least it appeared by this segment. Like mm-hmm. this was the most comfortable I had ever seen her speak before. I so don't, she was totally into it. I don't even think it matters if she feels more comfortable or less comfortable. It gives the character such an added dimension. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's be real. There's still, there's a lot of problems going on with Russia. Have you been following the news? <laughs> <Right>. like, so <laughs> just leaning into that a little bit, like I'm not saying she should put Z's on or anything like that, but I mean, like there's a lot, there that that impact can steer into which i think we said before they should have been steering into this for months right and they finally embraced it a little bit more tonight man it was a great segment it might be my favorite impact segment in months to be quite honest with you mm-hmm. i really liked yeah. it yeah, yeah i'm yeah. definitely gonna have to check it out and if they're getting this much feedback off of it then hopefully it's something they'll continue to do especially with her and building and building this stuff up all right, Sam. Well, hey, well, thank you for hopping on. We're going to let you go. Yeah, congratulations on. on 100 episodes. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And good luck with Power Bombshells this week. Thank and you. tell Mel that we still love her in the. And, and <laughs> Will do. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. And um, now I'm going to bring on number one hater uh, in probably in all of uh, Twitter and the, in the Brace for Impact universe. Um, and he's also the number one rapper in uh, the Boston oh. scene right now. He, he is absolutely the top rapper in that scene. It's our buddy God Illa. What's up, God Illa? <laughs> Everything he just said was lies. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Was... <laughs> um, how you guys doing, man? How you we're doing, good. fellas? Uh, we're, 
Hey, we're doing good, man. And I just wanted to thank you for all your support uh, since uh, you've been with us since day one, too. You've also been a co-host on this show before, and you've uh, you've hopped on on some after uh, on some of our other live shows. So I just wanted to bring you on. Thank you for your support and everything you brought for to the family here, man. Yeah, man, I I I I have a fond memory of poorly filling in for JD. That was um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, it was a great time, man. Um, you fellas entertain me every Friday on my way to work. Uh, I love being in the chat, man. This is this is dope. I'm I'm really happy for you two. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey, so I I take it you watched the episode tonight. So what did you think of what did you think of Impact? I thought it was a very strong character episode for a lot of people that needed character development. Um, it was it was dope. I really I you you guys know I I've been typing it tonight. You know how I feel about Sammy, <laughs> but um. In general, man, this this was dope. I don't know where the violin by design thing is going, so I'm looking, you know, I'm looking forward to see where that is going. I'm 100% with you where this storyline would be better if it wasn't bully, but I do dig it. I can't front. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I know it's cursed to say on this show, JD. Don't <laughs> give me that face. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, um, I'm actually I. A part of me, because the bully and Josh match hasn't technically been announced for for Hard to Kill, maybe it's just because I want it to happen. I think Macklin's going to beat him for that trophy. You think so? You think Bully is going to put the trophy on the line against Macklin, and then Macklin will get the trophy from him? I think somehow Macklin finagles okay. his way to do it. I don't know how, if that yeah. happens, but maybe it, that's you know, just me. That, it wouldn't be unprecedented because um, Eddie Edwards, I think, put the trophy on the line against Elgin a few years ago, but it didn't. And then COVID happened, and they dropped the whole story. But yeah, well, well, and then Elgin, really. and then and, Elgin and happened. Protein powder, you know, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael Elgin became Michael Elgin. Hey, yeah, so that, I, that that definitely happened. Speaking of speaking of Elgin, has anybody seen his stand up yet? Has I anybody... was just gonna say the same thing. I know that video was floating around of old Aaron Froble's stand up routine somewhere, and yeah, I need he, to see how terrible. It what? Is. You didn't hear fuck? this? Oh, you didn't Dude, know this? What? So he? Oh yeah, no, he got he got Michael Elgin is doing straight up stand up comedy. No, yeah. no, Michael Elgin is dead. Aaron Froble is a stand up yes. comic. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear I'm going to wake God. my wife up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so he, I think, I don't know that he retired from pro wrestling, but he got shit canned from Noah, and he said, fuck it, I'm going to go be a stand-up comedian, which is a lot is it, harder than anybody thinks, by the way. That is a very difficult oh, thing. Yeah. It is. So is it retirement? Just, you can't. Is it uh, retirement when nobody will hire you? Blackball yeah. is the proper terminology <laughs> for it, actually. Yeah. Hey, when so Noah fired him, and if Triple A won't hire you, and they just brought back Marty Skrull, by the way, if Triple A yes. won't hire you, you are fucking toxic. And Enzo, they brought Marty Skrull and Enzo in, but said, "No, Michael Elgin, we're good. <laughs> You're too Yum. much. We don't need that kind of negativity around here." And Triple you, you think he gets signed by a, a honestly gun to your head? Y'all mean the man. Next year. Hey, within to the next year, do you think Michael Elgin shows up on NWA? The the wrestling show, yeah. yeah. I, 
Oh my god. Um he's better he's better than the champ. Yes. Yes. Dude, hey, you tag him Elgin. You tag him him and Tyrus together? Why would you not do it? Oh my god, that's the worst tag team ever. Look at that. You really not to Billy Corgan. No, not to Billy Corgan. No, he's gonna make it. I'm amazed. What is it that he said? I'm gonna put stuff like this together, and if you don't like it, then don't don't watch NWA. Is that was that what he said? That's what he said. He said not been watching, so I'm gonna keep on not watching (laughs) the National Wrestling Alliance. I don't think anybody, honestly. All jokes aside, I don't think anybody touches Elgin. No, nobody, no, I, I nobody. And that's a damn shame because that dude is talented. Do you know how fucked up you have to be to get bounced in this sport? Right, like you got to be a rotten human being to have nobody, nobody come to your defense and mm-hmm. pick you up. Like nobody's willing. Like no. he's there's indie scummers in Japan that are like, no, we're good. Like and the thing about me- it is. Elgin's good. He's very talented. Yeah. He's had some very really good, good matches. Yeah. yeah. But he, he called shit. He called Tessa for support and she was like, new phone, who this? <laughs> See, like, nobody's our, <laughs> Hey, our buddy Dan said uh, Impact had Elgin and Tessa at the same time, and they got fired at the same time. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. But uh, fellas, fellas, I gotta work in the morning. I just wanted to jump on, man. I'm gonna catch the rest of the show in the morning. Both of y'all keep it up, man. My my favorite impact show by far. We appreciate you, right, man. Brother. Thank you. Take take care of yourself. Have a good night. Peace. All right, you too. That's what's up, man. That's our man, God Ella. So normally, I love, at, at, I love him too. He's the best. So normally, at He's the old. end of our of our recap show, we just go on into Patreon, but we're doing everything live, so there's not going to be a specific Patreon thing. This is all one show. But if you're interested in Patreon, uh, where we typically will do some of our premium content, we go more in-depth on the news coverage there. Um, not a lot of impact news this week, so it's fine. We're going to cover a, a couple of ancillary topics. I, I think we do. Scott Edwards said he's coming in uh, eventually, so we're, oh, we're going to welcome Scott on. Yeah, Scott did say he was going to come in. So, Scott, join the show. Oh, there he is. Hey. There he is. Hey, let's go. We, we got Scott here, Scott Edwards, the host of the five-star Josie show. Hold on. Scott oh, works for fight game. This dude's got a gig <sighs> over. I think he does stuff for fightful. I think I've seen him over voices of wrestling. I think it, weren't <laughs> you doing some stuff with the wrestle purists. I didn't even know that was a fucking website, but they're up now. Um, yeah, you got, too. and they're, and they're, they're actually getting some traction by the way. Those guys put in some really they good are. work. Yeah, they, 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 they really are putting in some work. And then as soon as I, I didn't, I didn't really buy into them, but then when I saw they're working with Scott, I was like, okay, these must be legit guys, but Scott Edwards, man, the expert on Joshi. How you doing, Scott? You are a whore. Um, You're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't expect to get called that immediately, but I'm proud to, I guess I'm proud to hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good. Congrats guys. hundred episodes. You. I don't Thanks, know how man. many episodes I'm at, so. I'll never uh, know when I get to 100. I wouldn't know either if Mike didn't keep track. Uh, honestly, oh, that, that all that goes all that goes to Gary. Verified point, person type thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> why he's got the blue check. That at eight dollars. Yeah. Hey, at, at one point, like all of a sudden, Garrett was just like uh, he started putting it on the graphic. He said like something like episode seventy nine. I'm like. Episode seventy nine, and then I so at that point I started keeping track, and I was like, "Man, we're gonna get to one." I guess I I think every week Garrett's gonna fire us. By the way, like at some point he's gonna like he's gonna get sick of our bullshit Mm -hmm. and uh, and be like realize that nobody else but us watches Impact. He's like, Mm -hmm. "What the fuck are they paying these guys for?" But he keeps us on, and then now we're here to episode one hundred. I don't think he's gonna fire. 
For over impact, I mean, no, there's no way. No, there's no way. No, you guys are great. No, it, yeah, if you anything, better not. This is my favorite podcast else. to listen to. Thank you. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, and you've been putting lot, in a lot actually. of work. Yeah, it means a lot. You've been putting in a lot I of work, and now I hear it. So it's you'd... it's more fun to hear it from you guys. I'll watch yeah. like matches, but I won't watch like the whole show um, yeah. because I watch too much. So it's like you watch a lot of wrestling, my friend. I will tip my cap to you on that. You work, you work really hard in all of this. Like I'm impressed by the amount of content you put out and the varied amount of content you put out. Like, I don't know nothing about Joshi, but I know if I want to know something, I'm like, well, I'll just go check Scott's Twitter feed. I'll pick up some information. <laughs> so at least sound like I don't know what I'm talking about for a minute. Like, yeah. So, so we appreciate, appreciate that. that. Yeah, well, we, I appreciate we appreciate your kind it. words. This is supposed to be your celebratory show, it, not mine. <laughs> you know, you know what's pissing me off is that I gave everybody strict instructions to come on the show and bury us. And everybody- I know what the <laughs> fuck, man. I I can bury you guys too. You guys oh. watch Impact. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> we, we, well, nobody buries us like us. By the way, Dude, I, I did. We had a diatribe last week. Why does no one watch Impact? This is bullshit. You're all a bunch of snobs. Impact ended with a hand shooting up through through a <laughs> gravesite last week, and we're like, oh, okay, hey, you guys are right. Yeah, we're yeah. idiots. I, mean, I, I think I think Impact's worth watching. I mean, yeah. If any, whoever watches NXT should watch Impact because Impact's better. Dude, Shawn Michaels stole the gimmick of making the most convoluted match possible. Mm. He Isn't did. That thing and somebody about the ladder. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. It's like the exactly same thing. what it think- is. Somebody, somebody had brought that up in the chat at some point. I, I can't, I can't remember. But somebody did bring that up. Yeah. So they, they, they have the King of the Mountain match, um, which oddly enough, uh, Lance Storm apparently was making fun of that on Twitter. I'm like, of uh, the Shawn Michaels match. I'm like, you know where you work, and they just had that match at Slammiversary this year with the women. Yeah. You're so, an Impact guy now, bro. You can't bury those kind of matches. <laughs> this is what we do here. <laughs> yeah, I, I do I'm applaud for them for ultimate, doing something uh, a little bit outside the box. With the uh, the old X title, uh, the X NXT title, they'll hang that up instead. I'm surprised they haven't done it already. I'm because shocked look, they haven't done it. the North yeah, American was... title is the NXTNA title, right? <laughs> the NXT North America, you know what I mean? And yeah. they and whenever NXT started getting really big, who were they bringing in? Um, it was oh, a yeah. lot of former TNA: Eric Young, uh, Bobby, Bobby Storm. Rude. James Bobby Storm, Rude. Samoa Joe came in. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a there was a lot of stuff going on there, um, and Galloway. a lot of it had Drew Galloway. And then, so I went to an NXT show in Visalia, California, really small town, but um, they had a show there at the Marriott. And Jeremy Borash was actually at ringside, like filming it, like he had a little handy cam. And there was some former uh, Impact guys on that card too, man. So there's a yeah. lot of roots, roots in uh, in from Impact and a lot of these other promotions. Oh, there's so many. Uh, you know, you kind of. I mean, I watch every promotion, so it's like <laughs> I can't see Impact everywhere. But AEW, WWE, I mean, they're stuffed with Impact talent. I mean, you know, the best match on the show this weekend has Jeff Jarrett in it, so it's like, yeah. So, what were hey, right, what were man. your hey, what were your immediate thoughts when a double old Double J himself showed up on a AEW? Oh, I, I had so I had a big smile on my face because I was like, everyone's gonna be so angry, and this is working. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't like, I have no connection to Jeff Jarrett past like, oh, because you're you young, because you're young, you didn't go through, <laughs> you didn't lift the Jeff Jarrett reins of terror. Like you gotta, no. you gotta learn first. You hate it with like all your passion, and then you realize it's so bad, it's amazing, and then you're like, no, this is just actually amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. 
No one said it's that. Like Stockholm syndrome, really. No, no, no one's ever said it with Triple H. No, because that's actually like not. That actually is terrible. So, <laughs> huge difference there. So, Scott, I know we only got you for a little bit of time, but I do have a question for you. This is a Joshi-related question. Um, so, which stars from Joshi right now that are you know Stardom or TJPW, and then I think there's another one. What was the one that Parker really likes? Uh, Ice Ribbon. Ice Ribbon, yeah, Ice. Yeah. So a lot of them are touring the states right now. I know Jungle Kiana yeah. is is starting to make a name for herself. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one of those could you see starting to to make a name for themselves here on the American scene? And could you see any of them maybe popping up in Impact at some point? I'm shocked Jungle Kiana hasn't yet. I yeah. like Jungle Kiana felt like the so when um, Jordan and uh, Masha were doing that feud. I know they're still feuding, but uh, it was like the pick your challenger feud mm-hmm. um you know i think masha had just wrestled jungle and someone said to me it's like instead of maxi impaler what if it's jungle kiona i was like oh you know, that makes some sense you know the joshi connection and right. i was like that would that would be a good one and you know maxi impaler has been to tjpw so it fits in ways too but i was like that would be a good one jungle kiona jumps off there um i would think impact would be smart to partner with anyone coming over um joshi wise because they just want to be seen that's why they're coming over you know they're working with like west coast pro uh, that's marvelous chagusa nagayo's promotion which she trained masha like when the COVID happened masha was stuck in japan and that's where she was training the whole time that's why she's so good so and of course chagusa nagayo big time legend so you know that entire promotion you know, if they want to bring in some badass people, I mean, you look up Takumi Roja, you see her, you're going to think she's like the coolest wrestler ever. So uh, maybe not ever. There's a lot of cool wrestlers, you know, staying <laughs> right. exist, but she's really cool. She's really, <laughs> she's really cool. Um, so like, I think Marvelous would be a really good one with the Masha connection because they're only like, they're only like a six wrestler roster. It's not a big roster, but they're really good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's never, cool, man. I never feel like I know less about wrestling than when I listen to Scott <laughs> talk about stuff. And I'm like, I am an avid fan of this, and I know nothing of what you're speaking of. But it makes that's me okay. want to learn more. It makes me want to learn more, to be honest yeah. with you. It's what's beautiful about this. There's just so yeah. much. There's just so much in this hobby to learn about and appreciate. And you'll never – there's not enough hours in the day to take it there all is. in. But it's why – that's one thing I like about our network because there's there's such variety of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And you you have such a different niche carved in actually to the entire wrestling space right now. And it's it's really been fun to watch you take off these last couple of years, man. I I mean, I appreciate that. I'm I, That's why I listen to this show. And I get sad that I wasn't around for the TNA days. Like I started to watch a little towards like the Aces and 8 stuff. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm like, oh, I get it. I, <laughs> oh, I, get I, it. I, I, I hate you. Bully right, like I cannot yeah. stand that guy. So listening to you guys make fun of him is like it's pure comedy to me. I can't stand that guy. I never have liked him. Um, I don't even like like him in uh, the Dudley Boys. So it's like that's part of it too. But uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. But yeah, I love uh, <laughs> doing all this because for me it's a lot of fun just talking to everyone who watches different wrestling. Because like you said, you learn something along the way like i don't watch impact every week but if i hear you guys say hey watch this match guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go watch this match because you know 
I'm not a jerk. I'm going to listen because I like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's yeah. what, it, what not a lot of people like to admit. It's like, oh, I only like AEW. I only like WWE. <laughs> no, I like wrestling. And guess what? Impact yeah. Wrestling. Um, NXT is kind of not wrestling, but, you know, that's fine. Um, I don't know <laughs> what that is. But I even watch – I watch everything. I, I try to watch everything. Yeah. And uh, that's why I like doing this. And I like listening. And, yeah, this this network's great because it does have yeah. a show for everything. It, it really it really does we got you have a special guest we got a pop yeah. in who's supposed to be in bed right now what's up man Your brother looks tired he does look tired you okay i'm tired yeah. too yeah. well can you yeah. say hi to everybody for the we're on a live podcast tonight you're on live internet stream you say hi 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 <laughs> This right is the now? kid that this is the kid that told uh, JD to tell me to shut up. I think this... <laughs> he did. He said Mike talks too much in the podcast. <laughs> I, I disagree, but I laughed so hard when I heard that. <laughs> That's awesome. Who's your favorite wrestler? Tell him who your favorite wrestler is. Who's your favorite wrestler? This is hard. This is hard. Oh, it's because it normally yeah. you say Darby Allen. No, it's Sting and Darby Allen are his favorite wrestlers. It's always Sting. Well, those are it's those are good Sting. favorite. Sting was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was his Mark age. Too. Can you go yeah. back to bed? You want to take Astro with? No, we're not going to listen to dad. Oh, okay. Nothing different. <laughs> it's like life, life of a dad right there. Life of a dad. Well, Hey Scott, Hey, I really appreciate you jumping on with us and, uh, and hanging out for a little bit, dropping some Joshi knowledge because JD and I know absolute dick about Joshi. So it's kind of cool that <laughs> you get to bring another dimension for us to be able to talk about on the show. And you are a, a favorite of ours on the network. We love having you on the team and uh, keep grinding, keep Thank kicking you. ass, man. And let, let us ever, if you ever need anything, just let us know. I appreciate as long as it's it. not, as long as it's not the coast, because we don't know shit, and we'll look really bad <laughs> I, on your show. Hey, hey, you could co-host my historic crossover review. That's a New Japan okay. stardom show. That's the closest yeah. you know maybe, maybe could get. I'm just, I'm yeah, the great mood is on that show. There we go. We found the oh. we found the connection. And, and nope, nope. Chris Bay and Ace Austin aren't. So I, I was trying to get no. the impact across <laughs> there, but Leo rushes. So that's that's close enough. There you go. But thanks for having yeah. me on. Uh, thanks for good luck. Us. I'll enjoy the rest of the show and uh, keep kicking ass. 100 more. All right, brother. Take it easy. See ya. All right, guys, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up. I just got a couple of news stories I wanted to talk about with JD before we call it, uh, before we call it a day. Um, We, we did talk about it earlier. So our, our favorites, Noah, our Noah stars, uh, Nakajima specifically was on a show up in the Northeast and uh, Josh, he was wrestling Josh Alexander. And then I guess the promoter stiffed everybody and Alberto Del Rio went dick. Yeah. And then Al- asshole Del Rio kind of like baby faced a little bit and was trying to get everybody's money. I think at one point Josh Alexander chased the guy or whatever and tried to get everybody's money. So that story's coming out, man. But big, uh, no, Nova stars in the U.S. and they're getting fucked over. How big a piece of shit are you to Alberto Del Rio makes you look like a bigger dick, right? If you can babyface Alberto Del Rio, what kind of an asshole are you, right? Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, like, honest to God, Nakajima's on the show. He's lucky he didn't get his head kicked in. Yeah, and you know what? I like, say what you want about Alberto, but the guy's a legit shooter. I'm surprised that he oh, didn't beat his ass. Kick his, <laughs> yeah, like that, kicked his ass. I mean, the gall... To bring in a bunch of guys. They brought in guys from freaking Noah, for God's sakes. That's half a planet away. Yeah. And then you're going to stiff them? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I know they're they're still in. So they wrestled Nakajima. Josh took a picture with Nakajima, tweeted it out, um, and uh, tagged Marafuji. Said that I can't wait till the next one, and they're hoping to do it again. Man, you know, we got to work on our buddy that works at Noah. (laughs) We got a a guy. 
Yeah, we got a guy that works at Noah. We really got to bug him to get Josh booked in Noah. And I want Noah booked in Impact. I got to see Congo on Impact. All right, I got to see those guys. I just want to. I just need to see someone from Noah in an American promotion, right? I yeah. mean, Noah's got. I mean, Grant Noah has their issues, but I mean, Noah's got some really good wrestling. The main event Noah matches are really good. Kiyomiya, great wrestler. Nakajima, one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Keno is such a dick. He'd be perfect in any U.S. based promotion, and you do it the same way Impact did tonight with Masha. Just let it yeah. be themselves and give them subtitles. Just be unabashedly. Those guys, man, a hundred percent. Well, hey, let's let's run down the overdrive card and call it quits, okay? Let's do let's it. Let's do it that way. All right. So on the impact countdown to overdrive, we got Kenny King versus Yui Mora versus Gujar versus Jason Hotch versus Mike Bailey and versus Rich Swan in a old school X division match. Um, I'm gonna predict that Bailey wins this one. <laughs> Bailey, former champ, on the pre-show here. The Mike Bailey booking has been a bit preposterous hasn't it lately sure mike bailey yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go bailey uh then we also got the Mo- motor city machine guns versus bullet club on the pre-show here but uh, bullet club's getting ready to head mm. to japan right after the match is over so i get the feeling the guns could take that one well this should be on the card man in my humble yeah opinion. this should be on this is uh this is gonna be a good match this should be on the card well it's definitely if it's good if it if they're trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view Throwing this match on the pre-show is going to get a lot of people excited for what's coming up on the pay-per-view. Unfortunately, I just don't know that anything is going to be any better than that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. Um, and then we go to the Overdrive card. We got uh, the X Division Championship. Our guy, our man. They're really getting behind him. Black Tilrus is taking on Trey Miguel. Who you got in this one? Trey, I just can't see them doing. I just can't I'm, see them pulling the trigger. With the Luchador, our know, true Luchador. Yeah, you know what? Hold on. Brace for debate. Thought you were having a stroke or something on me. He's they just stopped. I trying, no, I was trying. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're live, so the stream is wonky. But I'm going <laughs> black. I'm going black to roost, and I just want to hit my button. I'm going black oh, okay. to roost. All right, we haven't hit the button all night. <laughs> hey, yeah. we were supposed to have a brace for debate with the boss. He never came on yeah. and did that. Yeah, that no, no, no. He, he did. He did DM us and he explained. Oh, why. I missed yeah, it. So, oh, bummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my bad. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were hoping to get him on. Um, now we got Heath and Rhino versus uh, the major players for the tag titles. Oh, God. The, the Edgeheads are going to win. All right. I don't care. I'm going to say yeah. Heath and Rhino, but that's not a brace for debate because I don't care who wins or loses. Yeah. I can... um, Yeah. Uh, Knockouts World Tag Team Championships, Death Dolls versus Tasha Steels and Savannah Evans. They should swap this match with the Murder City Machine Guns I'll, and okay. uh, Bullet Club. Yeah, they, That might get us in trouble for seeing it, but I'm sorry. That's I it's mean, just not going to be as good. No, and, no, no and, that's and, a story, and, you, and that's a story match. That's a match yeah. that could be on the pre-show, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So, uh, bully, bully Ray versus Moose. You know what? This kind of sounds like a, a Teddy Roosevelt match, the Bull Moose Party. <laughs> that's a, I, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That is that's what nineteen. 1910s? Well, he was president yeah. in what I think um who so oh, oh, was it Grover Cleveland? Well, Grover Cleveland was the president, right? And he got shot. And then Teddy Roosevelt was the vice president. He took McKinley, over. McKinley. 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 McKinley was the president. He got shot. And then Roosevelt takes over. And then uh and then he ends up forming his own party after that when he went to go run for president again later on. 
Mm-hmm. The Bull Moose he, Party. Bull, Bull Moose Party got shot in the chest, and it got yeah. the bullet got lodged into his speech because he was so long-winded. He had like a 25-page speech folded <laughs> over in his pocket, and the bullet <laughs> couldn't get through his speech because the man was so long-winded. And tough. He spoke. He's like, "Oh, talk about a talk about a worker." This dude gets yeah. shot in the chest, but it's not that bad. But it's enough where he's bleeding. And they're like, "Let's go to the hospital." He's like, no, no, I'm going to use this in my speech. So after his speech, he goes, "This is what it did. They can't stop a bull moose, and the man's got blood all over his chest from a blood. A pro wrestler to his core, Teddy Roosevelt." Yeah, I think we're getting spammed. Hold on, I'm just gonna put the spam up. Have a good time, oh, hey. find your love. And they put this a few times. So, oh, 69 triple X life. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. so, Sweet. I'm so desperate for comments. I'll even put the spam ones up. Hold on. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, Jeremy. I think Jeremy and Paul are just having a conversation in our chat here. Oh, so, okay, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I think Bully Ray is going to beat Moose, unfortunately, because yeah, they're, they're putting him towards the title match. So it's going to absolutely, happen. absolutely. Yeah. Bully Ray's going to Mickey James. Mickey James versus Taylor Wilde. Mickey James. Mickey James, hundred percent. And then uh, we got man in a last knockout standing match: Jordan Grace versus Masha Slamovich. I'm taking Masha because I'm like, if she loses, I don't know where she goes from here. It's got to be Masha. Yeah, and I, and her promo was so strong, it has to happen. Um, And I think that would be a great title change here. And then at that point, yeah, and then at that point, like Scott was saying, maybe you start bringing in some of these Joshi talent that she had been working with uh, in Japan. I think that's the move. You bring them in to be her opponents because. You know, once she beats Jordan, they do the rematch. They do the they get the third match out of her and Jordan, and then who's then who's left after that? You, you got Mickey, you got Taylor, Deanna Prazo. You know, you start running through those opponents pretty quickly. She's already beaten Deanna, mm-hmm. so we're, we're going to start running out of opponents soon. So maybe they start to bring in some of the Joshi talent, and I think that'd be cool. I think you're trying to speak that into existence. I think it should. Happen. <laughs> okay. And then for the uh, the main event for the Impact World Championship, Josh Alexander versus uh, Frankie the Future or the Past Kazarian, who actually is still extremely good, even though he blocks me on Twitter um, despite my I verification wonder, status. I wonder. <laughs> um, sorry. I wonder why. I still don't get why. He, I don't think we were ever that. I mean, he doesn't block me, but I mean, like, I don't no. think he ever that hard on him. Um, no, Josh, like, thank you, yeah, Tony, Josh. for loaning us a main eventer for a couple months. Like, yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. And then I think um, at the uh, the show, the Saturday show, the taping on Saturday, they already have lined up a Frankie versus Steve Macklin. So um, it looks like, looks like he's going to lose to Josh here, lose to Steve, and then probably go back to AEW is what I'm guessing. It's cool. That's what That's you cool. should do. That's what you do yeah. with guys when you bring them in. You have them put yes. over your top guys. Absolutely. You build them up. You have them put the over everybody on the way out. Perfect. Scott gave us an interesting little uh, quick bracer debate to close out on, I think. Okay. Let's see. Um, all right. All right. Said, so give me your Mount Rushmore's for Impact TNA. You want me to hit the button again? Hit the button. It's my button. Brace for debate. I put, I'll hit that button if I want to hit that button. <laughs> All right, JD, go ahead and go first. Because I, I mine's off the top of my head. I already know it. Me too. Jeff Jarrett, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Gail Kim. Okay. Mine is obviously Jeff Jarrett, right? Uh, I'm going Kurt Angle. Kurt okay. Angle. I still, I still think Kurt Angle is the greatest uh, in, uh, champion in Impact history. Um, probably the greatest wrestler in Impact history. Uh, and then uh, definitely, definitely going AJ Styles. And then um, after him, I'm going Samoa Joe. So no offense to Gail Kim, I just um, she's I very get, important. I think. I, I, you I, know, I, 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 I gotta get a knockout. I can. You know what? 
Gail Kim. I'll swap out just Samoa Joe and Gail Kim because sure. Samoa Joe got up to a certain level and then they just never ran with him after that. He would get pushed, 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 and then they'd push him back down. They just it just seemed like they never fully got behind him the way they got behind the other folks. And I um, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't blame Joe for that. And to me, Kurt Angle is always just he's a WWE guy. And I'll tell you that too. That's part of yeah. the reason why he's not on my list is because like, and again, he's, he was my childhood hero growing up, Kurt Angle. So, but I mean, yeah. like, as far as the impact goes, it's always just kind of feels like, oh, it's just this thing I did for a decade, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Joe yeah. was, he was, a, he's a ring of, he, I think he'd be on ring of honors, um, Rob Marshmore too, but I think he was such a big part of what made TNA special. Mm-hmm in the mid to late two thousands. Right. And this is, it's guys like Joe guys like AJ styles that made this company different. Right. And now yeah, they nice. both had these yeah. tremendous careers all their places, but they're they're Those two guys specifically are, are special to me when it comes to this company. I'm surprised neither of us pick sting. I think we might get heat for that. He stings he was, WCW. He, he's a WCW. I know, guy. but he, I know, but he was still a huge star in the company for almost he 10 was, years. Right. He, he was, was, he was the top guy for 10 st- years. Stings on that ring, uh, stings on that WCW Mount Rushmore, you know, and I think he was, he was, he's absolutely, Sting is absolutely that, like, the guy they needed. He was that star they needed to help legitimize them when they needed a a big name. He's like someone where Chris Jericho was for AEW, right? Yeah. But, ah, yeah, I can't, if you put Sting on your Mount Rushmore, I can't argue with it, but I don't like, it, (laughs) Sting doesn't feel like when I think of guys that define impact and TNA, I just don't think, and Sting's my favorite wrestler. I just, mm. for him, he's just, he's WCW through and through to me, you know? I guess it depends on when you first saw him, right? And yeah. You I think- and I first, you and I first saw him and we grew up with Sting. And then when he was in impact, he was very much like, just kind of like this older dude. Um, and he had a good run. Don't get me wrong. He had some, he, he had, he was a world champion several times. He had lots of different incarnations. Um, Lots of great feuds, lots of bad feuds. Um, Tons of bad versus feuds. A, versus Abyss, I would say, was probably really bad. Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy? Match. And Jeff Hardy was, yeah, obviously that ended up being awful. But he had great feud. He had great feud with Jeff Jarrett, which we're going to see that this weekend. Uh, okay. You want to hear a controversial thing? Yeah. You want to hear Joker Sting, not bad. I, I really like Joker Sting. I thought yes. it was one of the highlights of the Bischoff Hogan era. I agree. I, Possibly 100%. Me. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, and then I think uh, probably you know Bobby Roode getting his shot, and um, and some mm-hmm. other guys, and Nick Aldis too. I think that uh, he started to climb the ranks there whenever in that era a little bit. But yeah, I think um, he but can, Joker, I, Joker Sting was definitely a highlight. Yeah, I, I actually like Aldis. Is this is going to sound crazy? I actually like what Aldis did after leaving Impact more than what he yeah. did in Impact. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, no, thank you, Scott, for that, uh, that brace for debate topic, uh, guys, yes. if, if you're watching us or if you're listening to us on Apple podcasts and Spotify, uh, and you want this premium content every single week, head over to patreon.com slash fight game media. And then when you get this show, you're going to hear from more from Scott Edwards and he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the world of Joshi. Um, you're, you're going to hear from Robert Silva, who is the premier boxing historian out there right now we have him on our network um anytime there's a big fight he's going to be on but he not only that he he breaks down like historic fights he's got his top fighters of all time list and he goes really in depth in their careers and the guy just says right off the top of his head um he is a great resource for us 
uh, Garrett and uh, John LaRocca, they have a weekly show where they're breaking down old school Raw. So if you like a little bit of historic stuff, uh, you, you're going to get that from them. And then plus all the other shows, the Dynamite Show with Paul Fontaine and uh, Jeff Hawkins. Um, that's every week. That's exclusive on the Patreon. So we've got a lot of cool stuff. MMA yeah. with Ryan Frederick and our friend Paul, who guessed. Yeah. Done before. If you're an MMA guy, Ryan Frederick's one of the premier names in MMA analysis. I couldn't think of the right word. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of, lot of stuff. Hey, man. Yep. Sticking your nose well, in again. Yeah, JD's got to go get some. Uh, get on to dad duty. His kids up really late and uh, midnight. Midnight. Uh, yeah, midnight. It's gonna be a fun day for him at school tomorrow. But uh, not my problem. <laughs> JD's problem. Well, hey guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for carrying us along for the ride for uh, for 100 episodes. Um, next week is Thanksgiving, so we will not be having a Thanksgiving episode. We will be doing something a little bit different. Some, um, but this weekend, I am going to be going solo on that ass as I review Overdrive. So I will try to knock out some of that content. And then uh, what this episode looks like next week, I don't know yet. JD and I are going to talk about it based on our schedules. I think so, we should. Um, I think we should pretend to be. 80s Canadian independent wrestlers and go from there. <laughs> there you go. Or maybe we'll just do a watch along of an 80s show. Who knows? Oh, oh, now you've yeah. now you've got my interest, sir. <laughs> all right, man. Let's call it a night. All right. Until next week, mahalo. <laughs>